Welcome to the Broken Sun. So when we left off, you had completed your downtime from your previous session, and uh, everybody was in a different kind of a place. Let's see if we can refresh ourselves. So uh, Augustus, you had hired Naomi Castiglione, a treasure hunter and satchel folk enthusiast, to track down information on technology related to the sad box for you. And let's see. Uh, CD overindulged and ended up sort of sucked into the legal system, either that or trapped underneath things in their quarters. I can't recall which one we left off on. It was both, basically. Okay, let's see. Slip, what happened to Slip at the end of the last downtime? I honestly don't remember what I even did. <laughs> I think you were definitely unwinding. Yeah. Because you had a lot of stress. I was making fun of um, Whiskey Tango. Right, on their wiki page. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, the news today, very exciting, as you are aboard Probable Cause, the two of you at least, Augustus and Slip, you are treated to a daily newscast, and the news today is uh, a little bit surprising for some of you. Some of the news items are less surprising than others. Uh, one news item that goes out is a very excited press release from Larup Automated Design, noting that they have released their, their new generation chassis model. And lots of pictures of it. It looks very fancy, you know, got gold filigree, precious metals. It looks mostly like a human. Uh, but of course, you can get uh, add-ons like wings and tails and reverse-jointed legs, whatever the heck you want. So it's a, a high-end product by Larup Automated Design. They are the foremost purveyors of overpriced uh, but just as functional as the next guy's chassis and other technology models here in the sun. So they've got a new model out, and they've uh, mentioned that the model will be shipping soon. The next piece of news that's a little bit of interest for some of you is uh, Olympian Interior Design. Their mandatory minimalism, or Mandy Mini, rollout continues apace. There's a few more days before they start enforcing, or as they say in the news, assisting people who have not yet cleaned up their quarters. What else have we got? I think I'll save that one for last. I'm just going to pop open my clocks page because the news comes out of what clocks are finishing. Uh, there is a notice from Human Resources and the notice from Human Resources says that they have discovered evidence that one of their top employees has been tampering with the bodies that have been brought up from the surface, leading to lost stock, as they call it, and uh, misplaced materials. So there's a notice <laughs> that an internal investigation has been concluded and a culprit has been discovered. They do not say who the culprit is, only that that person will be dealt with as soon as possible, and that they are also uh, experiencing other legal troubles at the time. Okay, the last piece of news that might be of interest to some of you, uh, there is a wanted 
advertisement that goes up talking about basically a call to bounty hunters uh, saying that there is a person who has been proven to have committed a murder and that person is required to report to uh, the Hull Patrol offices as soon as possible. The poster that goes out has a hollow display of CD. Oh, no. CD is wanted for the murder of George Perry and also causing the corruption of George Perry's memory unit, leading to difficulties with re-extracting George Perry's memories. But they assure the public the evidence against CD is ironclad and they are now wanted for questioning and under arrest, but uh, considered to be on the run. Like, have they checked CD's apartment? Because CD's still there, trapped under... If CD's still there, probably won't be for long, because I have to assume that the Hull Patrol is on the way. You're yeah. on the lam. So that's the news for the day. Yeah. How are you two taking it? Oh, boy. Well, um, we weren't on the news. No. That's good and bad. Yeah, it's, most, it's mostly bad today. Do you think we should... I, can we call them? Call who? The Ghoul Busters? The, what? No, I, I mean CD. Where have they been? I mean, I'm just gonna throw this out there. They get caught, maybe they do a little time, but they'll be okay, but you and I got priors. Priors? Yeah, I wouldn't do too good on the inside again. Especially since I'm still technically inside. <laughs> Does Terry have, like, some encrypted communications? Uh, I think we came to an agreement about the way communications worked. Like, you could get a text message. You could send text messages to each other. The question would be whether CD's uh, device has been compromised by law enforcement already or not. I think until we hear otherwise, we have to assume that CD is down for a little bit. That's fair. Let's maintain radio silence. At least as far as trying to contact them, and we could check out their usual spots, and I can go check out the uh, the rendezvous. Their usual spots, including the haunted amusement park, the haunted old house, uh, crypt. What other places? Oh, sewers. <laughs> um, the haunted toy store. Yeah, haunted toy store. Thank you. Thank you. Are you Charlie Kelly? <laughs> no, CDs themselves, and just. I mean, I could see them being in some equivalent of Ghostbusters. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so Terry mentions at this point, I have not been able to contact CD for some time now. Would you like us to go and check on their domicile, or do you feel that would be too dangerous at this point? I think it's probably a bit too late for that. If anything, you're, you're running the, the texts to the device through the usual encryption channels. Of course. Yeah, let's just, let's have Mom stop texting CD then, and we'll just, we'll go cold on that for a little bit. If you insist, I will keep my eyes on the news feeds to see if anything else comes up about them. Yes, anything at all, even lookalikes. Now, quick question. When they showed a picture of CD on the news, was it just like their robot body, a former human face sort of thing, or... It would have been both. Oh, human face, chassis, and uh, 3D and avatar. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Just, I want to make sure that anyone who might have any information about your whereabouts would be able to contact them. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, oh, yeah, I don't think that Slip or... Uh, my or Augustus would have known what CD looked like as a human. 
Oh, I had mm. no idea. Yeah. I think it's highly unlikely that Slip would. I don't know about Augustus. Mm. That would be up to the two of you to decide. If it was information on record, Augustus would have probably found it. I don't know how, like, on record it was. Because, like, I think that, like, it's possible that, um, I think that, like, Augustus probably knew, like, had files probably about people, but didn't necessarily have faces connected to names or anything like that. But it's like, oh, okay, that's the person that is CD, or was CD. Okay. But anyway, uh, if I recall last time, like, CD had been like, oh, I'm gonna have to go away for a while to yeah terry so i think that it's possible that they're not actually stuck under the stuff but under deep cover we'll have to figure out where cd is yeah when it's time for cd to come back okay and we may need to do some missions around that but we can figure that out i think that this would probably be sorry i don't want to push it but this would probably be around the time terry would mention that maybe it isn't I was going to say that uh, Terry mentions that you do have a number of job offers that have come through. They do require a three-person team, though. I have taken the liberty of contacting a contractor known to our faction. Is that all right with you? I would honestly was about to ask. Uh, what any? We need someone expendable to sacrifice themselves if anything goes wrong. Uh, not, I, I don't. I don't know about expendable. We can. We can get everyone out, Augustus. We don't need to pull that twice. Anybody we've worked with before? I don't believe so, but it's entirely possible that I missed something in my research. This is Crate Jones. And Terry projects a hollow image. And what do uh, Augustus and Slip see, Keekers, in this hollow image of Crate Jones? If anyone is familiar with the gym leader, Lieutenant Surge, from the first Pokemon games, red, blue, later fire red and leaf green, kind of like a uh, crate kind of looked like him, but not necessarily as much. Well, he was also ex-military, so there is a little bit of that vibe going on. But there is also just the fact that this guy is decked out in Satchel Folk merchandise. He he has a Gumboy uh, bomber jacket. Mm -hmm. on with like pink fur instead of like that tan <laughs> yeah um and he uh, he has like kind of like big khaki camo pants and like these flight boots or are they called flight boots like those big they are now <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um he has like a bunch of um satchel capsules <laughs> attached to sure. his belt <laughs> oh my lord is one a master of satchel capsule yes definitely with the trademark silver and teal on it of course now uh, gumboy as we know has a malleable form uh, is it possible that each camo spot on uh, crate's pants is just Gumboy in a different shape. Oh my lord. <laughs> it's quite possible. <laughs> but, I mean, he is also, like, wearing a baseball cap. He does not have, like, if you took his baseball cap off, like, it would be a flat top haircut. But mm -hmm. he normally does wear, like, a baseball cap that is backwards. Okay. Is, is Crate Jones Go my ahead. in real life boyfriend? <laughs> because I want him to be. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a choice you and ha- him have to make as consenting adults. So have either of these folk worked with Crate before, Keekers? I think that Augustus... No, I don't know. It would depend on how up they are on the satchel folk scene. <laughs> as a young entrepreneur, Augustus would uh, buy uh, satchel folk cards of trade meets and then sell them for a higher price online. Of course. So you might be familiar with uh, with Crate in passing, at least, through the, through the satchel folk scene. Yeah. Okay. We are on our way to uh, this lair in order to pick up Crate at the moment, and then we will review your job offers and see which one catches your ears and eyes and attentions. Uh, Terry says as the probable cause drops through a gate down to a uh, a higher lair closer towards the hull and then zings around in some hidden hallways until the uh, large chromed sphere of the probable cause comes to a rest in front of a safe house and in that safe house is crate jones the probable cause extends a ramp that comes out of its side it folds down a section of its spheroid body into a ramp with a bit of a hydraulic hiss and awaits crate's entrance to mention to mention um like crate's avatar farm is obviously this more humanoid form but mm-hmm. his robotic body, I want to say, is a little bit more like the Empire <sighs> droids that K2SO is. Right. Oh, like tall and kind of like this foreboding like figure with like this hard silver. Well, not silver. Probably wouldn't go with silver. A chassis sort of thing going on. This round head and kind of straight jaw um but when you guys or folk see um him coming on he he has like a backpack shaped like a trash can okay that he's carrying stuff in onto for some reason also i just want to make a quick disclaimer i don't really like lieutenant surge blaine is my favorite uh gym leader from gen one mm. i stand brock the og <laughs> All right, so this uh, tall avatar, you know, this tall chassis, makes its way onto the probable cause. Probably have to duck a little bit to make it through the uh, the entranceway. And Terry announces, "Great Jones, contractor, satchel folk champion, twice champion. Nice to meet you, twice champion, Great Jones. Nice to meet you too." And he uh, takes a a hand and grips it tightly and shakes it but it's not like a really long handshake okay very terse single pump and you're done i'm yes. very put off by this i'm slip nice to meet you i back up nice place you guys have here thank you i am that place and it makes me happy to hear they are a very nice place it's true so i heard you guys used to roll with the dock or still do too bad to i heard uh, the news about them yeah they're sort of on the lam happens it's all part of being a courageous resistance to the fascist empire of the sun absolutely he like thumps his chest with his in agreement like and nods is it just like a one-handed wakanda forever yeah (laughs) (laughs) pretty much just like he agrees but he doesn't necessarily want to say that out loud for some reason. I don't know. 
Augustus will just very subtly roll their eyes and be like, down with tyranny, up with non-tyranny. Thanks, thanks, Augustus, for that. Appreciate you paying lip service to it, if anything. I have a number of jobs available for you at the moment, if you'd like to take a look. Uh, yeah. Um, but before that, Crate, what would you say your um, specialties lie in? Well, I used to be an active member of the station military, but I'm retired now. Full-time satchel folk trainer. It just, just wasn't the same anymore. What kind of lead pusher were you? Pew pew lead pusher or scribble scribble lead pusher? He just sort of like looks at Augustus. It's like, I don't feel I'm at liberty to necessarily say that. You guys need muscle and I'm here to be muscle. All right. Well, you know, that answers my that question. Answers question. <laughs> <laughs> well, Terry, sorry to interrupt. Would you mind giving us the rundown again? Absolutely. So. Available jobs that have come in. We have, let's see here, one job has come in from the Resistance themselves. Quite a prestigious appointment. We've also received a job from uh, the Junkyard again. Maybe we can do better on it this time. And uh, so far, those are the only ones that are open and interesting, at least the ones that have made it past my spam filter. Which would you like to hear about first? Uh, let's see what the junkyard has to say. I know we did them wrong the last time. What's this we stuff? We are a team. You know, when one of us fails, all of us feel the repercussions. The junkyard is looking to acquire the shipment of new generation Larap automated design chassis. They are currently being shipped through uh, territory from the outer into the inner sector of the sun you know, from the factories to where they'll actually be purchased. And they believe that a clever heist could liberate these new generation chassis from their current owners. It's a difficult job, but they are willing to pay for it. And the Resistance itself? The Resistance itself has a priority mission that they have released. They are requiring a smuggling job. They need to take a package from the core systems to the outer hull. They were not saying what is in the package, only that it is of the utmost importance that it be delivered as soon as possible. Yeah, some packages haven't been... They did mean... Was this an open call or was this sent to us personally? It was sent to you and one or two other contractors in their radar. That's phenomenal. Oh, wow. To work for the Resistance directly. Terry, what if we could... Well, would you want another platform if we did the Larap job? Oh, I have no patience for Larap chassis. You can't modify them in any meaningful way, and they're all locked down. Plus, everything they do is transmitted automatically to Larap Automated Design servers. There's no privacy in one of those. So what would be the point of grabbing them? Chopping? Quite possible. They are full of valuable electronics and materials. Hmm. How much cred are they willing to put down for it? Both jobs are offering six cred. That's not bad. I would venture that that is, in fact, pretty good. I would agree with you. Well, who's feeling up for a smash and grab, or are we feeling more covert? I could go for either. <laughs> um, Crate is just gonna kind of just he's standing there at attention, and, and this is sort of like, wait, do I have a say in this? 
Yes, you you do have a say, and so does so does Terry, of course. Well, as much as I enjoy the resistance and believe in their cause, as things have become more corrupt as late, he just kind of stops and says, "What color are those uh, chassis coming in?" No, judging by the press release, a variety of colors, including rose gold, gold, silver, silver and gold, and platinum. Tacky. It's what the people want, at least the people who want these things. They just yeah. don't have good old space gray anymore. You know, they, you know this, it's elegant in its simplicity, I would say. Well, if we've got the muscle, I'm for the smashing grab. Besides, I think we sort of owe the junkyard a favor. It would be a good idea to mend those bridges. Very well, if that's your decision, I will send a notice that we have accepted this contract to the junkyard, and I'm sure they'll be very excited. Yes, please send the affirmative. We'll, we'll get the route underway. Okay. Terry goes to send off a notification. The probable cause zings off into the hidden hallways again, and disappears, or at least attempts to disappear from sight, and it is time to prepare for your mission. Sounds good. Now, uh, just a few questions. You all had a previous dealing with Junkyard, and it went south? Yeah. All right, then. Just wanting to know the stakes for this mission. It's fairly important for us to keep this um, relationship friendly. Of course, the Junkyard is a Good company of people working to deliver replacement parts for the common people. And then he nods about what he just said, like he's agreeing with himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Terry, did the, uh, the junkyard have an idea about what the route was going to be? They did not have an idea of the exact route, but... Uh... There are a limited number of Larup automated design factories out near the hull, so you would be able to perhaps, through a bit of investigation, discover which one is sending out shipments, and who is handling the shipments, and who's handling the security, and so on and so forth. All right. I want to know what hitters they have, how they're moving, and from where. It's a pretty high-profile movement of uh, new hardware, so I'm betting there's going to be some meat on it. That would make sense, certainly. How do you plan to begin your investigation? All right. Anybody mind if I delegate a little bit? I know. I believe that you are the leader of this team, correct? So lead away, sir. Uh, Them. Well, all right. Is this, yeah, I guess. Is sir gender neutral enough? Slip's fine with it. Yeah. I'm sure there's a better word, but slip... Slip Somewhere has never been sir future. anything. <laughs> Let's just pretend it's S-E-R. Yeah, Sarah? like a Ferelden knight. Yeah. I'll just say Ser. Ser. Yeah. I'm for it. All right, Augustus. See if you can find any chatter with the high-profile types, people who'd be buying this sort of thing. If we can't find out where it's coming from, we can find out where the pickup is, and it might be better, but we want to try to pick... We don't want it to be surrounded by muscle. I want to pick it up while it's going. And Crate, do you know any other muscly types who might be picked up on this, or do you think that Larip has its own security detail? Could be something to look into. 
Yes, something I'll have to look into with some of my contacts. And then I'll see if I can track down or figure out where it's coming from. And if we can find out where it's going, where it's coming from, we're going to figure out where they're where best to hit them while they're traveling through the outer layers. Lots of places to bounce around. And we can get to other places they can't. Maybe we can pick them off as they're going or lead them into a killing field. Not that I want a lot of bodies on this job. The less people we have to deactivate, the better. Just smash, grab, and run. Drop it off at the junkyard. Get our credits and hide out. Will you be requiring me to remain close to your route? I think so. Once we grab the chassis, we're going to want to bounce. Very well. And we might need the extra hands if it comes down to it. All right, let's plan this mission. Heck yeah. What are y'all going to do to gather some information? Hmm. Um, would it be possible for Crate to consort with one of his deadly friends about if they've been hired or heard about someone getting hired for this sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Anyone in particular you're going to consort with? Um, would it be okay to do Frog a bounty hunter? Sure. If they count? Yeah. A bounty hunter would probably be clued in on at least some of this stuff. I mean, bounty hunters don't generally do security um, or convoy guarding, but they might know someone who knows someone. I just figured that they're the closest, unless we want to do a crooked cop about, like, security detail or... Yeah, they may or may not know. It's hard to say. Yeah. All right, where do you meet with uh, Frog, the bounty hunter? Gosh, my brain is so literal, and the first thing that pops into my head is a swamp! Sure. I'm like, are there swamps? Oh, yeah, this is definitely it's like a simulation. Yeah, it's, it's a, a swamp. He's obviously and... a frogman. <laughs> exactly. That was the point. So this is in the uh, in the real physical world. This is an old rec center, mm-hmm. and it has a pool that's long been drained. Um, but in the uh, in the sim, this is a vibrant wetland, and it's got like some huts in it and walkways for people to go through and look at all the animals that used to exist back on Earth. And uh, There are a couple, like, gated-off areas where you can catch satchel folk. Yeah, probably a few of those. Uh, gazebos for people to have, you know, different types of rendezvous. Mm-hmm. But um, Crate and Frog are going to meet on, at the 23rd... Um, oh, gosh, what's the name of that tree? Without any further hints, I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a type of swamp tree. That's that's okay. the that's the hard thing. It's like ah, uh, the one with the big roots. Yeah, like one of those. There's a name for it. It puts a lot of tannin in the water that makes it dark, which is uh, when it storms, it gets all murky and dark. Um, mm-hmm. in swamps, so it's like the twenty third mm. to the right of these coordinates. This tree, it's just a random tree, but like someone's carved their initials in it. It's like, I don't know, initials. Um, it's a landmark. Are, is, yeah. are these mangroves? Mangroves are a bit bushy. They're not what I was thinking of, but yeah, we could just say mangroves. Those work. Is it a is it a banyan tree? Yeah. it. I don't know if we have banyan trees down here. Ah, specifically it's a Florida tree. Yeah, I was thinking of a Florida tree. <laughs> The Florida okay. man tree. Ugh, <laughs> oh, doing all that crap all the time. 
People refer to this as this particular one as the Florida tree because there's always weird stuff happening around it. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. You, you never believe the captions that come out of the Florida tree, man, I tell you. I mean, there's like a couple places where it's been scorched by like fireworks or other explosives and then there's like a dent mm. in it where a bunch of drunk people have like run into it or something and part of it is grown around an alligator skull yeah. with a knife sticking out of it yeah. florida tree arrested for weaving klingon sort of traffic <laughs> <laughs> just a bat left sticking out of some of the roots okay um so you meet with frog frog's avatar uh is pretty similar to what you'd expect from their name um what are frog's pronouns? It's he. Okay. So frog is sort of a, a squat figure. Yes. About as wide as he is tall. Uh, very wide mouth, bulbous eyes. And uh, he's got blonde hair. One part of his blonde hair is a really long braid. Mm-hmm. He's got a really long braid on either side of his face. And the rest of it is in uh, white boy dreads. So those... No. Twists. Yep, no. they're very bad. I hate Frog the Bounty Hunter. Frog the Bounty Hunter has hey. on a leather vest and uh, a leather vest and a pair of like, I guess, yeah, jorts. A denim vest and jorts. A le- leather vest and jorts. With a wallet chain. Leather vest and jorts. That's the only. That's all that he's wearing. Uh, <laughs> with the wallet chain. Okay, so that's Frog. Um, and Frog says, let's see here. <laughs> you know, I was trying to like, <laughs> illicit, like bring up a different character and then you took it and made it so horrible. Or maybe he's, sad. he's a bounty hunter. He's method right now. Wait for it. <laughs> he's getting squ- our listeners. He's squatting <laughs> in this chair. <laughs> His throat is expanding. <laughs> Here we go. How can I help you, Crate? <laughs> Crate just laughs. No. <laughs> Sorry. Hello there, Frog. It's good to see you. You kind of like lip. Always a pleasure. <laughs> and then Crate says, Ah, oh, I see you have a new wallet chain. I like it. I like it. Is this uh, with some... Of that diamond engraving that they do on them sometimes? Absolutely. I had to use the last one to strangle a runaway. Why is he from Whitechapel? <laughs> because. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I'm Frog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so I got hired for a job, you know. And, um, that's all you really need to know. But anyway, I was wondering if you knew anything about who might be hired, uh, to acquire or guard some of those new chassis, the, what are they called again? <laughs> Laripod made yeah, a design. Yeah. People might just call them lad. The lad, uh, chassis. Ah, those wild lad chassis. That's the... Mark XVXX2, if I'm not mistaken. Latest model, top of the line. Exactly, yes. Well, I've been asked to gather some information about that. I was wondering if you might uh, help me out on this. All right, let's make your consort roll. Okay, 
So make an action roll or a fortune roll, right? So make a fortune roll using your consort rating. Oh, so that's just so that's just a one. That's that's like the loading music for me finding where I do this. You can always just do slash roll 1d6, but if you want to use the fortune roll button, it's on your character sheet on the far right. Good first roll. Good first roll. My first good roll of the entire campaign. And it's crate. All right. Of course it's crate. Okay. <laughs> Crate's a bro. All right. So uh, that's a standard result. You get good details. Clarifying and follow-up questions are possible. So that's good news. Yay. All right. Uh, like success music plays. Da, 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 da. But just in Crate's head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's funny you should ask about that, because as it happens, I happen to have a bit of an inside track on that. Now, you see, uh, those lads aren't fools. They know that these are highly sought after. So they've got a number of decoys that are leaving from different factories, and some leaving together, some leaving apart. Now, as it happens, I learned recently that they've hired not only Thetacom, but also Colrain to provide security. The question is, which one will be providing security to the decoys and which one will be providing security to the real thing? Either way, bad news. I mean, Theta calm a bunch of pushovers, but they got guns. Colrain, I wouldn't want to mess with them. Work with them several times, but... Better to work with strong people than against them. That's what I always say. And then uh, Crate nods like he just delivered a large nugget of wisdom. Frog nods back. Mm -hmm. There's a round of nodding at each other. Sage nods. Mm -hmm. They're just such dude bros, the both of them. One of Frog's tongue comes out to clean one of his eyes. Don't say things like that ever again. (laughs) That's what frogs do. Frogs frogs are the worst creatures then. Aw, that's sad. I like frogs. When they're not inside my house. Frogs are great. I, I did up until the point I knew that tidbit of information about them. <laughs> and lizards do it, too. Yeah. And then I also hate them. <laughs> not everybody has hands. You know what? You ca- Wow. Do you have any follow-up questions for Frog, the bounty hunter? Um, so, that's quite enlightening. But I was wondering if you happened to have... If you happened to... Uh, how did you find out about this? How did you happen to find this nugget? A magician never reveals their secrets. You should know that. I can tell you one more thing, though. It's going to be three shipments. Two of them are decoys. So we'll have to find which one the bean is under. Which cup the bean is under. Frog taps his head with one, with one suction cup ended, ended finger. And then Crate kind of like looks at him like, is, is he saying that he is the cup in which the bean is under? But then he realizes, no, that's ridiculous. He's just agreeing with my wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then Crate nods again, sagely. Uh, if we don't have any more questions, I gotta get back. I'm on the trail of a vicious murderer. Yikes. A vicious murderer, you say? Yeah. 
We've heard about this person. Used to work for human resources. Word is they've been hiding bodies, shipping them around, sending them off illegally. Now they're killing people too. You wouldn't happen to be talking about the dock, would you? Hmm. Like I said, magician secrets. I hate him. Well, I have to tell you something. If that's the person you're after, yeah. He kind of like looks, like darts his eyes, and then says, "One good turn deserves another." And then he says, he like gets close, like. <laughs> Closer. <laughs> He's just like, they'll be hiding somewhere well populated. And then, like, he cranes back and goes. Frog slowly winks. Is it the frog wink where it's one eye and then the other? Uh-huh. Yeah, of course, the nictating membrane. Frog then pulls down, it was up on top of their head. Frog pulls down their sort of swimming goggles, but they're, of course, tinted. So they're like sunglasses, mm-hmm. swimming goggles. Like- and uh, they do. An extremely graceful backflip triple axle into the wetlands with nary a splash as they enter the water and swim away at high speed. And, and Crate gives a little tennis clap. <laughs> a single tear. <laughs> no, Crate had his uh, tear ducts, tear ducts uh, operated on. He cannot cry. <laughs> of course. He had his tear ducts removed to increase the space for more meat. <laughs> All right. Speaking of tears. Yes? You called? Yeah. What are, what are the rest of you up to? <laughs> uh, Crate is messaging CD to tell them to not go anywhere crowded. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Love it. We're playing all angles, boys. <laughs> well, I mean, he said that because CD hates going to crowded places. But still. No, of course. And now he's potentially compromising that advice by sending it to a device that may or may not be under surveillance. I mean, I don't know. Crate is mostly meat. He is. <laughs> he really is. He's like dark meat and light meat. And that is all he is. Super meat boy? Super meat boy. Super gum boy. <laughs> That's why Crate identifies with gum boy so much. Exactly. They're both just meat. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Yep. Crate, uh, do you share this information with your comrades? Of course. He was hired to help them. Okay. So everybody knows this information. What's the next step? All right. Knowing that, I think the, the next step is so to find uh, is it common knowledge that would all of the Larip manufacturing locations be common knowledge? Not necessarily common knowledge, but not difficult to find. Like it's not, uh, it's not on Google Maps. But, you know, a few layers deeper of web searching, you can find the addresses of most of their manufacturing centers. And are there multiples in the outer layers that the... So are there more than three is my question. In the outer layers, at least. There are only three in the outer layers. Okay, perfect. We don't know if... Well, I can't tell you what you do or do not know, I guess. Well, you know, it wasn't clear from Frog whether all three shipments were leaving from one factory or if it was one shipment per factory. Yeah. And we know that Colrain is doing the detail for the deco. One is doing the deco. Between Colrain and Thetacom, one is doing the detail for the decoys and one is doing the, the actual detail. Mm-hmm. Now, if I were a conspiracy theorist, which Slip is, <laughs> yeah, I would. I would hazard that um, I would put the most dangerous detail on the decoys to make them look important. 
ah. and then put ThetaCon on the actual one. And so people like us who found out who's protecting what would be like, obviously, the actual chassis are with Colerain. But what if that's what they want you to think? Exactly. And yeah, so we're see? going layers deeper into the conspiracy. <laughs> because they so know I'm that we know their to... plan. They're going to plan around the plan that we're planning around their plan. So they're going to put the PMC in Thetacom clothes. Or I'm just overthinking it. You could always investigate. Isn't there some siren of technology that gives us X-ray vision to look into the shipment boxes? I've got to imagine that the, the shipments are going to be shielded against more rudimentary observational techniques like that. Hmm. It might be... I wish we had the... What's the timetable on the delivery, Terry? Tonight. Okay, wonderful. How much, how much longer in this cycle do we have? Oh, you're like halfway through the day. You've got maybe six hours, seven hours. All right. Now we don't have time to pre-check the, the warehouses. Waste a lot of time just going to one of them. We know that Colerain's involved. We know that Datacom's involved. We know there are three shipments and two dummy ones. They could all be coming from the same factory or there's one per factory. Terry, can we could create possible routes from all three factories to the drop-off point? Of course I can. What do you take me for? A VI could do this. I didn't mean to insult you. I apologize. Terry is busily humming some old war song as they calculate possible routes. It's the Marseillan because Terry is French. <laughs> we're assuming that they're being delivered uh, to Larup Automated Design headquarters in the core because that's what the job stated. Mm -hmm. That is the assumption. Maybe, uh, Augustus, did you have time to rub elbows with the big wigs? I think, I think I try to schmooze with maybe all the designers, see who's buying what and if they know uh, where it's coming to or where it's like passing off from. Okay. So you're going to do some schmoozing and try and figure that out? Yes. Okay. With whom do you plan to schmooze? Whoever uh, besides Larup is kind of, whoever the distributor usually is for Larup. Okay. Larup does their own distribution, but like you order direct through them and then it gets delivered. Uh, but the delivery service would be, let's see. Well, no, you know what? Of course, the delivery service would just basically be uh, an app and then people doing a gig economy job in service of it. So they don't have a set delivery service. It's just like, you know, deliver, but with no E. Oh. And the people who work for that get paid some small amount of money to bring packages from Larup's warehouse to the uh, client. Maybe I'll try to identify like a young executive, like somebody who, you know, some nepotism proposition that will probably run their mouth. Okay. So you know that uh, there is someone who is fairly new to their position at Larup Automated Design, and uh, her name is Devera Delacroix, and she is, again, fairly new to her position with Larup Automated Design. She previously used to work with... Uh, ba -ba -ba. Where did I put my faction list? She previously used to work with uh, Exodev Advanced Armaments, so for her, this is a, a big upgrade. She was headhunted to uh, work at Larup Automated Design as part of their marketing team. Okay, if she's in marketing, then I'll see if I can finagle, uh, you know, whom her, whom she's trying to direct the sale of the new chassis to. Maybe that'll help me figure out where they're dropping them off. Okay. 
So where do you meet up with Devra? It's going to be like those very fancy like cocktail bars that are in like a 300th floor. Mm-hmm. So it's so somewhere very nice. Um, I guess you're meeting up in Sim? Yeah. Okay. So you can have a drink and maybe some aperitifs. Are you going as Augustus, or do you have some type of cover identity you're going to use here? Batman. Please say Batman. I wish, but no, not this time. Uh, I'll go as Velma Node, a famous designer. Okay, Velma Mode. So, what does... uh, So, Devra is very glamorous. She's uh, got a really nice suit. She has long hair that's been made into a very intricate braid, and the braid has, like, jewelry strung through it. Like, um, gold wire and chains are braided into the uh, large braid going down the back of her head. She's stealing uh, someone's style. Whose style is she? St- oh, this is, I mean, obviously, this is one of the quote-unquote latest styles of uh, surface chic that all the richest people are wearing. Uh, so, yeah, she's got, uh, you know, gold chains with some jewels woven into her braid. And she's wearing, um, it's like a, a sari that she's got wrapped around. And the sari has that fancy new Star of Yog print that Olympian Interior Design has been uh, pushing as part of their latest marketing. Her makeup's great. I don't know a lot about makeup, but it's real good. <laughs> Love it. Love that. Heck yeah. Well said. Uh, she's wearing like, she's wearing like a shimmer on her lids and uh different, like more, like it's like a gold tone, but then it like, it goes up into more of a brassy, uh, copper, as it like climbs up onto her uh, brow bone, and okay. she's wearing uh, a matte, like dark mauve color lipstick, and mm. her highlighter is kind of more of a gold tone to kind of match like the eyeshadow, and it is on point. Excellent, I love this. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, and she's got like her hair is uh, it's like that unicorn hair they do now, but instead of being multicolored, it's all just different shades of gold and bronze. Oh my mm. gosh, she sounds so resplendent. Yeah, she looks good. Okay, so you've met with Devera. What does Velma look like? Velma has chosen to base her attire off of uh, Danny's DeVito. Danny DeVito's attire is Ango Gablogian, the art gallery critic. And mm-hmm. it's that minimalist, but that minimalist that's like ultra retro po- postmortem, postmortem, postmodern. And it's basically it's a very <laughs> like nondescript, slightly darker turtleneck I with wanna... gray slacks, but they have like openings on the side that are held together by like rings. I want to point okay. out that there is actually special makeup for corpses, <laughs> and that's where I'm going to end it. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, you would know that. <laughs> and her hair is basically just like a like a thin like drooping with like big bangs and it's all white and she's got like the big like circular sunglasses oh nice i'm just imagining edna mode with big sunglasses and white hair. i don't know that name you just said i don't know i'm not sure edna mode velma mode no connection yeah. i have no idea what's over sure. Uh, yeah, it's Velma Node. Velma Node, even, like, even further away. Yeah, completely Mode. unrelated. 
like I said, can't really understand what you're saying. No, nothing. And that sounds like something I'm, that's under copyright protection. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> is he being serious or not? Definitely not. Okay. So, uh, Devereaux. Velma, my dear, I'm so glad to meet you. I've been hoping to have a meeting like this for some time. I have so many ideas about fashion. And I've heard that you're the one to go to to make those visions a reality. Deborah, darling, it's not about making the vision a reality. The reality of it is always there. We just need to find... No, we need to open our eyes. Devra nods and looks um, as if she's digesting these very wise words. I think I understand what you mean, she says, but clearly doesn't. People just don't take me seriously. I don't know if it's because I'm younger or if it's just because, you know, I used to work for a smaller company, but everything that I've suggested so far has been rejected. It might be all of the above, but I think an important part you have to remember is we all go through many, many failures before we reach something beautiful. Hmm. Those are comforting words. Thank you. How can I help you today? I just saw the news today, and I knew I had to come straight and talk to you about it. And Velma Node is going to pick up like a design magazine, like a catalog of all the chassis. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's just going to start tearing pages and like throwing them over being like derivative, disgusting, bargain bin until she gets to like the featured article that's like Deborah's. And then she'll just point at it and be sublime. She puts a hand to her chest. It means so much to hear that from you. I really wish that they had gone with the designs that I proposed for the newest model, whose serial number Frog said, but which I definitely won't remember. But they only took the smallest inspirations from my suggestions. At least the marketing campaign has some input from me. It's nice to know that, you know, what will be delivered will be, at least in part, from me. Put a comforting hand on her shoulder and be like, I know it's difficult to be patient, but these are the building blocks. Once you get your foot in, you start pushing more and more. And once they see the Zale results, they'll have no reason. No, no excuse not to give you total control over the designs. I hope so. Here, I don't normally do this, but if you want, I could take a look at your marketing designs and give you some advice so that the next time you have to push something out, you can really come out swinging. All right. I think it's time for you to make a roll. I'm sure the smooge meter is off the charts. I think, I don't think there's a roll needed. <laughs> I think you get an extra die to your roll. Oh my gosh. For a major advantage here in that um, Devra is starstruck and desperately wants your approval and uh, really is hoping that you're going to show her uh, the way forward. So is this a consort or a sway? I guess it's more of a sway because you're lying. What? But it's a... I don't lie. <laughs> it's not a lie. Velma, Velma <laughs> Node loves these designs. They're the best designs. Would this be controlled? The... Or... All right. Green gold design. Um, you do a fortune roll with uh, three dice, I think. Two from your sway and one from your major advantage here. Wow. Hmm. All right. Oof. Okay. Uh, so one to three is poor or little effect. So the information that you gather is uh, minimal information. So let me just figure out. Nice. Why you do this? It's only so we can crit later. <laughs> That's how it works. We've never had an entire session where nothing but a bad run of the dice happened. No, that certainly hasn't happened. 
So as the two of you continue to talk, she shows you her uh, design notebook and, you know, some of the marketing briefs that she proposed during the campaign for this uh, latest model. And what you are able to see as you are looking over these notebooks is you glimpse some useful information that mentions that the shipments of this model will be coming from one specific warehouse. Love it. So at least Love you it. know there's still three shipments, but it's coming from one building. Perfection. Okay. That's so useful, though. Okay. Love it. We could run the serial number from Frog against the manifests. Oh, yeah. Okay, we do have that serial number from Frog, too. And we could see. And now, if I could get inside and see the shipments. That's just the model number. It's like the... Uh, that's just what it's called. Okay, where, where, where? The chassis. Okay, so that leaves... Who else needs to do some information gathering or have we done everything already it be me right slip i was gonna say you came up with the idea for the plan but haven't yet done your own so what do you want to do how are you going to put these pieces together okay so we know it's all coming from where one warehouse we know it's three different convoys okay so with that information i work with terry's projections for the routes i isolate the ones that are coming from the one warehouse and um yeah and so with that knowledge I'm going to be able to see which possible routes the convoys could take. Now, given that information, I want to see which which route is going to be "quote unquote" like safest for them to take. So the decoys might be going more public. Um, access is what I'm suspecting, and so I'm looking for the safest route and where best to attack them from. Okay, that sounds like you're maybe doing some kind of study. It does, in fact, sound like I'm studying, but I have no dots in that, which is wonderful. Hmm. Well, let's see here. How would Slip go at this? Stay in drugs. Don't do school. Yeah. Yeah, I've never studied a day in my life. All I am is a tune. Well, you could use your attune to see echoes of recent activity. So maybe look into the... Oh, yeah. Okay. Network servers, see what the patterns are in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like attune to the simulation to see where there's been most through traffic through with like Larip activity. Yeah, maybe look at historical information as well. Okay. Previous shipments. Let's give it a zap. Okay. So we feed this information into your, into your brain and this will be uh, based on your, on your attune. One thing that you could be looking at is where the raw materials were going into. For the, the chassis? Yeah, because if, they have, if they're bringing materials, the raw materials in, then that means that that's where they were building them. And that's where they'd probably be coming out of, I think. Yeah, well, I thought we knew that they were being fabricated on the outer layers and then being brought in for sale at the headquarters. Yeah, that's good thinking. Through like Augustus's role there, you did pinpoint which of the three okay. manufacturers it awesome. was. But if you hadn't yet, I think that would have been a really good way to go about that's it. That's a good point. Um, word, word, word. Suggestion. My mind is partly separated between this and also thinking about different types of gold. Did you know that there is purple <laughs> gold, green gold, and blue gold? I did not know anything beyond <laughs> rose gold existed because it is perfect. Uh, <laughs> I I don't want to refute that, but I'm more of a white gold person. I don't blame you. All right, I'm going to give that a shot. 
Why is there no dragon gold? I got a four. Okay. Standard result. You get good details. Clarifying and follow-up questions are possible. Right. What does it look like as Slip is attuning? So I look at, I'm concentrating on, on Terry's projections of the route. I'm looking for the, the most secluded one because that's where I'm figuring the, the actual shipment will be going, the route that it will be taking. And I'm getting frustrated visibly because I'm staring at it, trying to figure out by myself and realize that I can't. And so I do that cinematic eye rolly thing sit down cross-legged and just i guess there's like a digital pulse almost with like a glitchy like after effects on the footage mm. quote quote unquote of the scene and just i ex- expand my awareness uh, beyond my physical body into the, the simulation itself and look for any sort of psychic signature or digital signature, I guess. So the patterns that you see are pretty interesting. You can look back over, you know, literally centuries of shipment information uh, for LAD and their new chassis every time a, a new Gen 1 comes out, which is every few years. And the older ones mysteriously stop working as well every time that happens. And no that, connection, I'm sure. Sure, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just weird. So strange. Arp. Batteries don't run as long. Arp, they, they're yep. just like bringing down the performance ability because it's getting older. Yeah, obviously it's just it's just age. So you are able to see that it is more often when they employ Thetacom and Colrain. It is more often that their real shipment goes with Thetacom. It's about seventy five percent of the time it's with Thetacom, about a quarter of the time it's with Colrain. And uh, they have a number of different routes that they use between this particular factory and the headquarters in the core, but they are fairly consistent with one of the routes, you know, again, about three quarters of the time. So it's still a bit of a risk, but three quarters of the time, there is one specific route that they use for the real shipment when it's with Thetacom. So you have a general idea of, you have a pretty good idea of what the route will be and a pretty good idea of who's going to be guarding it along that route. So you need to determine at this point what type of plan you're going to do. You can do assault, deception, infiltration. I think it would be hard to insinuate ourselves into the um, the actual convoy. Mm-hmm. So assault, I, I'm trying to, like, mystic sounds so wild, but I don't think it's possible for this one. Unless I, like, I don't know if it would work very well. Yeah, like, I would have to be a lot more powerful, I think. This is probably an assault or infiltration. Yeah. It's up to you. So assault just says do violence to a target. Your detail is the point of attack. Infiltration is trespass unseen. The detail is the point of infiltration. Yeah, I think we're... Are we going loud, everyone? Mm, I mean, Crate would have no problem with it going loud because he is kind of more muscle and more used to going loud, but... I mean, is that, like, the best option when we can get pummeled by really powerful thugs? True. But infiltration... I mean, infiltration would be, like, trying to hit it before it leaves, I think, or after it arrives. Because you can't really infiltrate the convoy while it's in motion. Velvet, what do you think? Okay. It says, ideally quiet, but it'll probably be loud. 
She's on the phone. Ah, uh, Terry, okay. how do you think that we should go after it? I don't think we necessarily have the means to do a hot swap en route without anybody noticing. So you might need to simply attack the convoy and hope for the best before reinforcements arrive. Mm. I wish we had the time to find out if anyone else is going to try to hit the convoy, because we could sick them on Coleraine while we hit Thetacom, draw a lot of attention towards a more high-profile attack. It's entirely possible that other bodies have taken on this same job. This is why mm. I miss the days of uh, exclusivity contracts. Yeah, we're not quite high profile enough for that, I'm afraid. All right, so what is your what is your point of attack? Which layer do you want to go after them? Do you want to go after them when they're still in the outer layers? Do you want to go on them while they're in the middle? Or do you want to go on them when they're close to their destination? At what point in the route are they more, most isolated from the other decoys? I guess that counts as a follow-up question. I think that would be probably passing into the uh, into the inner layer. Okay, so that's when they're most isolated? Yeah, because at the beginning they're close together, at the end they're close together. Mid has, you know, complications plus your reputation in mid isn't good right now no it sure isn't you have zero heat in inner and you have six heat in outer five heat in mid yeah so just from a pure less likely to cause huge problems for you thing the inner might be your best bet as this is passing through all four layers all right gang we're gonna hit them when they're almost there they're gonna at least suspect it they're gonna think they're in the clear and it's at that point that they're also most isolated from the rest of the convoy. So Colrain won't be able to react. And if my hunch is right, we're not the only ones going for this. So maybe there's going to be even more disturbance. We'll be able to hit Theta come even possibly quiet at first. We'll come in and swoop in while they're fighting someone else, quite possibly. Everything goes our way. But I don't want a cleanup job. I want to do it ourselves. Hopefully... Everyone else is going to hit Colrain, thinking that's where the money is. But maybe people are going to be smart like us. Either way, let's get in position. And Terry, you're going to be ready for pickup. Absolutely. Just tell me where to be. All right. And I, I give him a, I give them a set of coordinates that is going to be advantageous for our the grab part of the snatch and grab. Okay. So the engagement roll. You start with one D for sheer luck. Is this operation particularly bold or daring? What do you think? I mean, it's not quite like jumping on a tank levels of bold and daring, but... Uh, I would say it's daring. Yeah. Okay. I'll add one die for that. Is the operation overly complex or contingent on many factors? Not terribly, no. It, yeah, it's not overly complex. It's pretty like, oh, we wait until we get to this point and then we jump them. Okay. So you're at two. Does the plan's detail expose the vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Uh, it does, due to the research you did, so we're at three. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? I mean, I'm not sure there's any more there, but what do you think? Like, I'm, I don't want Frog involved on the actual hit. Yeah. So that says, like, it, is that someone... I guess that question means, like, one of our contacts or um, one of our cohorts is actively involved in the... In the hit itself? Yeah. Do you want Do you want to risk bringing outside people into this? I think we're probably fine. I mean, Crate is technically already outside people. Does Crate count, even though Crate is a PC? <laughs> no. Darn. Uh, are any enemies or rivals interfering in the operation? Possibly. You are not the only group here, so that'll bring you back down to two. Okay. Any other elements you may want to consider? Mm, I don't think so. So I think you're at... 
two dice. Not terrible. We've had worse engagement rolls. Yeah. All right. Give it the old fortune, Matt. I will. The old college fortune try. The old... Hey, that's... You got two fours. Not bad. That's a baby crit. Yeah, so you're in a risky position to begin with. Perfect. That's exactly okay. where we want to be. Let's get risky standard, okay. boys. This is where we thrive. <laughs> this is where okay. we thrive. <laughs> do we thrive? This is, this is where PCs get wounded. Let's do it. Uh. Okay. So the convoy is roaring down the road here. It's uh, three trucks. Each truck is, you know, the, you know, this is the correct convoy. So it's three trucks. The trucks are flanked by armed, armored, armed and armored vehicles. Uh, you've got like motorcycle type things. You've got hovering drones, all armed with weapons and such, uh, stuff like that. The trucks themselves are, of course, armored vehicles. They're not armed themselves. Uh, and you can see the uh, Thetacom logo on the escort units. Do we have... So they've got, you know... Sorry, do we have parade floats with synchronized dancers? Nothing quite so uh, exciting, but, you uh, know, maybe a few of the people are dancing in their seats. Um, what are the loads that you're bringing for this? We're going... I mean, we're loaded for bear, and it, we're hitting them where they're kind of isolated, so does heavy make sense? I would say so. It would be harder to get away. So do we want normal so we're lighter? You're not trying to sneak, right? Yeah, not at all. Not really. You're not trying to blend in. So I would say this is probably the situation where heavy makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how many weapons do I want? Let's get loaded for bear. (laughs) All of the weapons were heavy. We'll figure that out once uh, once it becomes relevant. So at this point, you all got a heavy load, the three of you? Mm Mm-hmm. And I already have one item ticked off because it's the one item that is always ticked off. Yeah, you've got that. Your favorite gun. Yeah. We love it. Love that. Okay. So where are the three of you while these trucks are roaring down the street with their escort? I'm going to be... Are we taking... I just imagine Crate is like... In the road. No, I was just imagining him by the side of the road playing basketball. That's so him. (laughs) He's like further up the road where there's like a basketball court. He's like just dribbling that ball. Is um this area is very abandoned, so that image is extra funny to me. So much. It's not. There's not even like a net. It's just the backboard. Yeah, well, on all mm. the, you know, it's a little, there's some wire left, so he can, like, do some sick slam dunks by himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is the ball solid, or does it need some air? Ooh, he's cheating. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just, like, imagine that it's, like, not actually, like, a regular basketball. Like, somehow it's, like, filled with, like, helium or something. I don't know how you would do, like, uh, like mess with a basketball to make it really like in your favor i'm sorry i i'm like i'm positioned near a back chokehold with a detonator okay i'm going to box them in while crate hits them from the front sounds good all right good where's augustus oh crate will like totally like as a distraction like accidentally like lose his basketball in the middle of the road so it's just like (laughs) (laughs) he's dressed like a school child (laughs) 
Was that the satchel folk hat like Ash Ketchum? He's got the windmill hat. Oh yeah. yeah. Love it. He's got like this satchel folk hat on and like but he's wearing like these sweat wristbands. But also like, and, like body armor because we have a heady heavy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is true. He is probably <laughs> wearing body it. armor, but he's, he's still re- wearing those wrist sweatbands. <laughs> He's wearing Kevlar underneath, like, a Gumboy t-shirt. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the Gumboy jersey. Yeah, it's a jersey with, like... Amazing. On the, like, it has Gumboy on the front, like... But then, like, oh, what would the numbers be? It's up to you. All right. As the truck approaches, as the lead truck approaches and the uh, escort, you find, and here's the risky part, that you are dragged into the sim. You all suddenly find yourselves in the sim here. And in the sim, this place looks very different, almost as if the lad trucks are manipulating the sim in some way as they pass through these abandoned regions. I I figured out the number. It's 801. For boy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. So in this area of the sim that you find yourselves pulled into, you can see that it is a lot like a desert. There is basically no cover in this sim here, in this area. There are a couple of, you know, mesas and things like that in the distance. But, uh, you know, beyond a few boulders, this is not an easy place to hide. 